This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilly, and joining us as always from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What up, Jay Gill? Happy holidays, man. Happy holidays. But Luke, it has not been a happy holiday for the last <laughs> week. <laughs> not for the Lakers. Uh, it's been a roller coaster of a week, to say the least. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Um, before we get into it, I just want to thank all of our followers for tuning in again. Please subscribe to our pod on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying the pod, please share it with your friends. Give us a comment. Spotify just added a podcast rating, like today or something i hadn't seen it before today yeah so please give us five stars if you're listening to us on spotify super helpful would be much appreciated luke walton talks lakers is also part of the basketball podcast network so be sure to check out the other great shows on the network and follow us on social media at luke walton laker on twitter and at luke walton talks lakers on instagram thank you luke all right let's jump into a quick round of in or out luke in or out the last week has been madness in the hell is yes. this madness i don't I, I i i frankly don't get it like it, I, it, it's not a functional league anymore the league has been broken yeah well like if if you're going to maintain these policies which i don't want to get into to to backseat doctoring here right i'm not a not an epidemiologist of any kind no, but right? like you at least have some logic like some of this is just wacky dude. yeah yeah, like if, if you're going to abide by these rules that that given sort of the current state of things result in like literally half the league, you know, being out right now. Yeah. Then postpone games for everyone. Nope. Don't postpone games for the Bulls and then <laughs> yeah, not postpone them I, for the Lakers. I know, right? God. Right. Yeah, madness. Total madness. madness. Total chaos. Like, I just I just don't get it. Like the league got it so right a year and a half ago. I don't think they were expecting everyone to get sick at the same time. Same thing's happening in the NFL. It's crazy. We're gonna, NFL, we're but the kickers. NFL stuck its flag in the ground and basically said, like, we don't really give a shit about this. <laughs> yeah, so unless you are showing symptoms, we're not going to test you anymore, except yeah. for, like, random spot testing. Yeah. Right? right? The NBA is, like, still kind of trying to be the, like, the good league. Uh-huh. You know? But it's kind of paying for it. But, okay, so here's the, here's the rumor I heard. This is entirely a rumor. Okay. Yeah. It's not verified in any way, shape, or form. The rumor I heard is that the league treats um, inconclusive test results as if they are positive. Oh. So th that's why maybe we saw LeBron like out for one game yeah, and then yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the rumor I've heard is that the league is treating inconclusive test results as positives just to be safe, which is why you're seeing people test out of the protocols in like less than 24 hours, which kind of mm. breaks your brain if if yeah. you're thinking someone really tested positive, right? The idea of there being that many false positives yes. is kind of hard to believe. But if you start to think like, oh, okay, inconclusive testing, is, then it maybe starts to make more sense. I don't know. Yeah. That's the only thing I've heard that makes any of this madness right. make any right. sense exactly. to me. <laughs> exactly. There is, there is no logic. No. So it, with that... But, but we're going to find we're going to find a star. Well, yeah, we'll try. <laughs> uh Luke, in or out, uh, you just heard my opinion on this. The NBA should have postponed the Lakers-Bulls game. Yes, yes. It's just, it's, when, you, when you're missing, like, like your fourth best, like, you, like you could probably go down the, down the team, like, fourth, sixth, seventh, eighth, tenth, eleventh best players all at the same time, and you're basically left with a squad of only five valid rotation players. Yeah. And then you have to start... IT, it's yeah, just, and player before you really should have probably. I know exactly. Like with pretty heavy minutes. I know. It, mm, I know. Just the coaches out there. It was just. It I was know. just kind of like weird, you know. Especially, Wait. especially because literally the Bulls, like the exact team, just got to postpone games. Well, here's the thing that I also don't understand. To to me, mm -hmm. uh, the marquee day for the NBA is Christmas Day. Yes. Why are Absolutely. you sacrificing the quality of Christmas Day basketball? Right. I think that they had a chance to like, you know, a, a week ago say, whoa, this is going in the wrong direction. We're just going to postpone 10 days worth of games or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And tell everyone to please go isolate. Please go bubble yourselves off. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we really want full strength rosters come Christmas Day. Yeah. 
But now what you're going to get is a Lakers team that at least doesn't have AD for reasons we'll talk about later. Yeah. But potentially other players as well against a Nets team that might have Kyrie Irving back. <laughs> oh, how classic but maybe was not that, because he's in COVID protocols now. <laughs> immediately. And immediately. Uh, and, uh, and also immediately. won't have KD likely. I like... Now, how classic is it that it's like he's like yeah I don't want to get the vaccine it's like okay fine for games not in New York we'll let you play oh I'm sorry you have COVID <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you, he couldn't even finish they couldn't even finish telling him he was allowed to play again before <laughs> before the test result came back uh, it's just weird man It's we're living in a very weird time it's madness not just in the NBA it's madness everywhere yeah, the holidays coming place. up it's just gonna be it's just yeah. a bizarre timeline dude Agreed. Um, but we agree they should have postponed at least this game, but yes, potentially many others. Yes. Um, all right, in or out, Fizdale's, David Fizdale's substitutions in the final two minutes of the Bulls game ultimately cost us that game last night. I thought- And the, the substitutions I'm talking about, sorry, just, just to be clear, yeah. it was yeah. subbing uh, Rondo and Ariza in for... IT and Wayne Ellington with like two minutes and 24 seconds left in the game when it was tied at 107. Yes, last night I was in, now I am out. Oh. Because I, I think that, I thought about it more. I think the reason why he put those guys in is Rondo's a good rebounder. He's better than IT. Ariza's is a better rebounder than Ellington and we weren't getting anything on the boards. And then they just went to hit every shot. <laughs> so... Like, I almost think if that substitution would have been earlier, there would have been a chance to get a couple of those key rebounds. Mm. I hear I hear what you're saying in terms of shooting. I think Ellington was a great floor spacer in that situation, but I do at least kind of understand the idea of trying to get a little bit more wingspan in there, at least on theory. So I'm in, I'm in on this. I, I do think that that substitution likely yeah. cost us the game. And the, the numbers back you up. You yeah. got good numbers on this. But here, here's my thing. Uh, while I think you're... I'm going to hit you with your own arguments here. Yeah, man. Yeah, while I think in aggregate you are right, Okay. last night you are not. Yes, yes. Last do you, night... Do you have those numbers? Do you have those numbers? Those yeah, I can, I can uh, pull up the... I texted them to you yesterday. Um, my, my point is that like last night, the lineup that we had in at, uh, at 224 which was Braun, Russ, Ellington, IT, and Mello, which is not a like a good lineup, just to be really clear, <laughs> right? Like, that's a terrible five players to play together. But, but LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Wayne Ellington, IT, and Mello, that was actually our best lineup last night. They were plus nine. Um, it's low minutes, but they had a great net rating. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also our most most played lineup of the night. So, so mm-hmm. you know, kudos to Fizz for, I guess, getting that right. But he subbed those guys... The problem is that you're right. Like you look at those guys and you're like, okay, probably better defense, probably better rebounding, but they weren't playing better defense last night. Yes. That's yes. the problem is that like, yeah, in a vacuum, that's a better defensive lineup. Right. But last night against the Bulls, it was a much worse defensive lineup. Uh, <clears throat> and they you, were 30 points worse <laughs> defensive rating. Just to like to make it, it's not like a hair, uh, not, not right. splitting hairs here, right? It was no. significant. And then Fizz put those guys back in with 15 seconds left. I think he right. realized He's like, nah, I kind of... Like, yeah. yeah, it shouldn't yeah. have killed. Yeah, on the one hand, I do agree like that that squad had good momentum on their side, but man, they were killing us on the boards. What was it? 16 offensive rebounds? Yeah, that was that real bad. Stupid. That was real, real bad. Well, I, I also think uh, we're hanging here on the Bulls game a lot, but just real quick, one more thought on it, which is that yeah. um, I thought during that stretch in the third quarter when when like... LeBron had like eight arms playing the center position yes. and was getting blocks and steals on seemingly every single defensive possession. Yes. That was, I thought, when we looked our best last night. Yes. And I felt like he tried to kind of take on DeRozan mm-hmm. as a more of a perimeter defender to close out the game. Right. And I understand him wanting to do that, but like that wasn't what was working for us, I right? Agree. What was working for us was like him working the back line, cleaning everything up. Yes. And I kind of wish we would have stuck to that. I agree. To close out the game. I so I don't know if that was a LeBron call or a Fizz call. I think it was a LeBron call. I think, I think it was Lebr- probably a LeBron call. Like, I think LeBron just kind of wanted to go <laughs> one-on-one with DeMar at the end. And DeMar was cooking, man. He, he was. was good. He was. Also, like, I mean, 
I, I don't know. Like, did, did the refs, are the refs not applying these new foul rules to DeMar? No. Well, no. No, there, there was some definitely. He was getting fouls like it was, you know, James Harden last season or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was, it was. a little much. Um, Luke, in or out, you can't expect to win a game wearing green shoes as the Lakers coach. Dude, what was up with that? That's not cool. No. It is. Not what are cool. you doing? You can't wear green Jays as the Lakers coach. No. They kept showing him. It kept like the way that, that the camera angle was, they kept being like in the background at players like shoulder height, mm-hmm. you know, because the angles. Yep. They kept being like, who is wearing green shoes? Like, and then I saw it was Fizz and I was like, that's it. That's yeah. it. I was like, what the hell is this? You cost us the game right there. And like, you know, uh, green isn't a color normally associated with the Bulls, but Chicago has like big uh, St. Patrick's Day parades where they dye the river green and stuff. So, you know, it's more associated with the Celtics, but there's some there's some Boston ties there. I could see there being some weird alternate Bulls green jersey. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Just to make like, you know, men not be able to tell the difference between their jersey colors. There is, there is. I, I think I've seen... Uh... Yeah, I've seen a lot of players in this. They have a green alternate. They do, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm not crazy. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't do that, Fizz. <laughs> not cool, uh, man. Not, it's cool. not cool. It's not cool. Uh, all right, Luke. This one's a little more serious. In or out? <laughs> uh, and I'm getting this directly from listening to Zach Lowe today. Yeah. The play-in tournament is the best the Lakers can hope for now that AD is out for at least a month. Come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> no way. It's, th- like, look at the standings. I mean, come on. Like, that's I, so I dramatic. Know. I know. Like, I, I, know. I know. I know that Zach Lowe's got to got to like eat too. So I I get you know, dragging the Lakers gets clicks and listens. But well, he had to do an ad on. read for Christmas Day Lakers Nets today, which was hilarious. Because <laughs> you could tell he just he just knew he knew it, he was just like hawking snake oil basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the battle of the G leagues, man. So I'm I'm out on this. I think it's fair to say that the play-in is more in play now than I think it was beforehand. I think it's maybe more likely than it was, but I I don't think that it's fair to say that like it's just an inevitability now. <laughs> of course not. That, that by the end of April <laughs> we'll be in the play-in because AD is going to miss you know, half of December and half of January. Basically. We have the same amount of wins as the Clippers who are the fifth seed. I know. We have one extra loss. Five through nine are separated by one and a half games. Come on. Like, come on, man. I know. Like even, even without Anthony Davis, if LeBron is playing center at the level that he was last night, we're above a 500 team. Well, I think people are thinking that the Lakers <laughs> roster that played last night is the team yeah, that's going to have to play the next month without AD. <laughs> you know, and if that's the case, then yeah, I don't think we're making it out of the tournament. Oh man, it, even just Taylin in that last game. Like, like or Reeves, or, or uh, Dwight, or anyone. The whole time I was thinking like, give us one of those dudes. One guy. Give me Monk. Like, Come hell, on, like- I would have taken Monk. <laughs> Give me Vogel for a half. (laughs) (laughs) Have his test come back positive at halftime, you know? Like it's inconclusive. God, yeah, no. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm out on this. Um, how about this? Uh Luke, in or out. Ariza making his debut is huge. Yes. Given AD's injury. Even more so. Because he he helps unlock that LeBron at the five just as much as he helps unlock AD at the five. And I'm I'm excited for LeBron at the five because I think this is a good like natural progression of his career. You get older and you end up becoming kind of like how a Marcus Gasol was, but LeBron can like jump really really high still and right, anticipate right. blocks and do all sorts right. of ridiculous high IQ things, read out defensive coverages. Looks like he's having fun too. I know, which is kind of cool just to be he's, like, hey, looks like he's got he's like ah oh, new challenge, like let's do it. Was, it. It was very cool. Let me hit you with the one. It was gonna be. I was gonna ask you this later, but in or yeah. out? Yeah. LeBron could lead the league in blocks if he played most of his minutes defensively at center. I think he can because yeah. he's so smart. He sees like obviously you're coming up here and you're gonna take this angle. Like it, like it looks like he's just playing with his food a lot of times, and and he's he's jumping in situations where he's able to like jump off both feet or get a running start. Like things that aren't just direct athletic contesting, kind of 
situations where it's like if you have a running start you can jump higher if you're jumping off both feet you can jump higher if you don't have a guy's arm in your back you can jump higher he's getting in these situations where he's just able to hunt dudes down particularly in transition so so he's only credited last night with two blocks and a no. steal really he was only credited with two but i swear to god he had oh. six blocks like no, I know. well okay so as it as it as it adjusting so as a team they had eight blocks and six steals. And I think a lot of those were like, he disrupted it and Russ got the steal, right? Yeah, right. I actually, Mello got two blocks, which was which is kind of crazy. I would love to know the last time Carmelo got multiple blocks in a game. It's, it's probably <laughs> been a while. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, all right, Luke. So uh, in or out to... Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm in. I'm super excited to have Ariza back. To me, yes. it means we don't have to play DeAndre Jordan. That's the oh, God, that's, I hope that's, so. the, that's the thing. I think oh, that that's what that will mean. Terrible. Once, once Dwight's once Dwight's back, we'll get he into was that. Killing me in that game, dude. I know. Just, it was. It's like it was it's bad. like, dude. You're by far the biggest dude on the court, and you're pointing at people saying, "Why don't you get the rebound?" When you were right there, and you just didn't box out or jump. It's like, dude, dude just cut him. Just when cut he him. played, when he well, that okay. So that I was going to ask you that in a second. In or out? Cut, cutting cut DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he's gone. He shouldn't be a Laker. Get out of here. Here's my okay, here's here's my about this. Here, here's here's my strategy on this one, okay? <laughs> uh I think that he should remain on the roster just so we can have like active bodies mm-hmm. until we get through this weird COVID surge. Mm-hmm. But the minute he tests positive, he's cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because if he's not eligible to play, then he then he holds no value for us any longer. <laughs> Although then we could sign someone in his place and not 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 be uh, affected, you know, from a cap perspective. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, how about this one, Luke? In or out? Signing it to another contract when his ten day expires? Uh, yeah, I get it. You're not going to find that level of like poise and understanding in the G League very often. Um, what kind uh, of contract are you envisioning when you say Non-guaranteed. Non-guaranteed. Like, okay. Okay. To be able to cut him at any time. Yeah. I'm, That's 100% there. I'm in on this uh, if it's another 10-day contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something if like we still be. have guards in our protocols. Yeah. Oh, I but, don't want to play him over any anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, <laughs> see the previous pod when I made a comment about... Uh, like, you know, the Lakers like only being able to revive so many players' careers over a three-year run. I know. But hey, but, I'm yeah. happy for the guy that he got a chance to to play in the actual NBA games again. Yeah. I hope someone else signs him. I could see it. That'd be great. I, th- I really do think like this is a perfect situation for him where he's like right on that. You probably are the 16th man on our roster. <laughs> like know? if we didn't have Rondo, maybe we could have him or something. Ah, no, not even that. I uh, like Rondo's <laughs> attitude on the sidelines. Yeah, I need a little bit more than that. No, he's great for the situation. I do think he's making a case. I could see some other team picking him up. But yeah, once we have our guards, we have plenty of guards. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't need the smallest no. guard in the league. No. But that said, I did like what we got out of him. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I appreciate it. Yeah pleasantly surprised yes and yeah. it's going to be hard to find somebody that'll bring that specifically like not somebody the most of the people that we're going to bring up from the g league are going to make a ton of mistakes ton of like oh my yeah. god i'm in the nba kind of mistakes yeah at like least Chandy it brown, yeah, like Chandy brown oh my god yeah but he had some moments though he, he, he he's like a, well but, but he, he's been in the nba f- for two months like no totally and the, the, you the know? his first um his first shift was God awful. The Terrible. Shift, he had a couple moments that it was like, yeah. okay, I see the potential. But the first shift, I was like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. I'm rooting for you here. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're blowing this. I know. You know, the thing I was going to say about DJ was that he yeah. had that stretch in the, the beginning of the fourth. Mm-hmm. I promise you, if you go back and rewatch that fourth quarter, he made the wrong decision on 50% of the, the defensive switches. See, but that that's what's getting me. Like, if if it's a rook... If it's Shondi Brown, it's like, I, I get it. You're going to make mistakes. You're learning. You've got potential. It's like, dude, you are an all-star. You got to at least use your head. All he's Come ever on. had to do is drop, really. I guess, but it's I just I think he's a- only ever really been in situations where he just has to drop. Or it's like, we're going to switch everything. and Right? Like, 
I, I yeah. think it like he's literally getting it wrong half the time. Like I'm yeah. not exaggerating when I say that. Like every other play coming down the line, they were targeting him in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah. So that's that's why that's where I go back to with your in or, in or out about losing the game and that that lineup change. It's like we had you in there to get rebounds. You weren't getting rebounds. Yeah. And we had you in there to be a vet and a big body, and you were doing none of those things. Yeah. Well, the he number of times that he's out of position and just points at his man. It's like you were bad, saying, man. I it's just like, dude, I just don't come get, on. Why are you pointing? Why, what yeah. are you doing? Oh, there? I missed him. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> yeah, hey, everybody, oh, look where I was supposed to be. Yeah, I was supposed to be down there, especially when it's a box out. When it's like the, the little guard just sneaks up behind you and gets the rebound. It's like, dude, don't just, point at someone. You know what it is? He yeah. he wants everyone to know that he knew better and just couldn't do it. <laughs> it's like, no, I knew where I was supposed to be. I just wasn't there. Um. All right. Uh, well, last one because you already yeah. got hit. You already beat me to a bunch of these. Uh, signing Jamario Jones to a ten-day contract. Yeah, I'm excited. We were just talking about rebounding. He's yeah. going to bring some of that. He's he's got the highest rebounding rate in the G League, uh, I think, and because um, it's like somewhere around like seventeen percent, which is very very high. So I'm excited for him. I'm excited yeah. to see what he's got. We need Again, some athleticism. It's good. Probably fewer, probably fewer DJ minutes. Yeah, exactly. That that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I still I still do think that there's a potential. We can always turn these negative, weird world situations into a, a positive. If we find somebody that could give us like five, ten minutes at the forward spot and be athletic and energetic, go in there as a change-up kind of guy, maybe develop over some time through this. Yeah. Like, this It'd is the great. chance. Everybody's dealing with this. Lakers have got a great farm system. Great scouting system. So maybe maybe we get somebody that actually sticks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I was happy to see this. Again, it's a 10-day contract because of COVID stuff, so it doesn't like hurt the it doesn't hurt our cap or anything like that. Or whatever, yeah. Um it's like it's like it doesn't exist basically. So yeah, I, I think it was smart for them to do this. Uh I was gonna be really frustrated if they didn't sign a different big because it just is inexcusable not, to me at this not point. Big though. I know, I'll look up, but, I'll look up I know but you can still play him. Like no no he he plays bigger than he is yeah yeah he's six he's six five that's oh, why he's undrafted oh I thought he was oh yeah shit I thought he was more like six seven six eight yeah but like that you know he he hustles and I think he's one of those smart hustle rebounding kind of guys that is a little undersized and so doesn't get the look at the NBA level yeah all right well we'll see I'm still yeah he's he's a buck seventy five that's what it wow. says right here. Wow, that, that, I'm hev- I'm heavier than he is. <laughs> uh, like I'm six, I'm I'm six three one eighty five, and he's six five one set. He's a shrimp. That's what it you, says on gleague.nba.com. I'm not like a big person. Yeah, he's, he's six, taller five, than me and ten pounds lighter. <laughs> like I always look at those guys and I'm like, man, I would get knocked around like, right. Like a paper, like a you know, shred of paper out there or something. All right, well, well, good luck for good luck to him. Uh, <laughs> we're tempering our expectations a little. I bit. guess we're just like signing small dudes. I guess okay. There's um, a reason why these guys go on draft. Yeah, I know. You know. It's it's fair. Yeah. It's fair. Uh, he'll he'll try harder than DJ. That's that's all. That's I care about. that's all we. That honestly, that counts a lot more to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna have a legit ceiling because of his size and stuff like that. But if he can hustle. And and get in the system and and maybe pep guys up too and give some life. I'm here for it. I like that. Uh, all right, Luke. Enough in or out. Let's actually talk about we've we've hinted at a lot of it and alluded to a lot of it and touched on a lot of it already. But let's talk yep. about kind of what happened since we last spoke. So the team yep. 16 and 15. Yep. Uh, we're I'm going to say like nominally seventh in the West, but that doesn't really mean a whole lot right now. Five through nine are only separated by a game and a half. Um, I think we have like the same number of losses as like the ninth team and the same number of wins as the fifth team. Like it, yep. it's, it's super tight. So it, that can swing night to night, right? The point is we're kind of like in the middle of the pack when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know, sort of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. And all we have to do is stay in that middle of the pack yeah. until AD comes back. That's yeah. all you got to do. And yeah. then, you know, rattle off a string of games and look, you're the fourth seed, you know? Yeah, for Simple sure. Simple as that, really. I, I, um, it's still December. I think people need to remember that. Like the the, the, the season runs until April. Like it, it's you yeah. know, it's yeah. not a truncated season. So, 
Uh, let's talk about it though. We beat the Mavs in overtime on mm. an Austin Reeves game winner, which at the time was just like a joyous, happy day, and everything beautiful. seemed bright in Lakerland. That was beautiful. That was my second favorite uh, win of the season after we got that Celtic ass. Yeah, it was a it was super fun. I don't know why Mavs games always are a lot of They're fun. Fun man. Um, even I though should, that team's like kind of hard to watch right now, but yeah, that's true. But that that should be the like go to for the games that I go see live. Just pick the Mavs ones. That'd be good. Those would be good. Yeah. Well, especially with with Luca. Like, oh yeah, I got I got to um, see Luca live at some point. Yeah. Um. Then we lost the T Wolves. Uh, yeah. in in the game that AD went down in the third. That game sucked, man. Uh, which we now know is a MCL sprain. I actually made a bet on that game. I have an old coworker who lives in Minneapolis and uh-huh. he always bets me on Timberwolves games uh-huh. and I've lost every single bet to him. <laughs> and the thing that was shitty was I was like, yo, you got to give me some points on this one because yeah. the Lakers have everybody out on COVID protocols. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, well, let's just take whatever the line is to start of the game. Okay. And when we were talking about it, it was like, uh, like Lakers plus two and a half or something. So I was like, all right, yeah, we can you know lose by two and I'll still win the bet. Mm-hmm. Um, by game time because we had Russ back and someone else back uh, it ended up being like Lakers minus one and a half uh, I and then we lost you. by like 28 or some bullshit so <laughs> it didn't even matter so I have to I have to buy him some I, I have to buy him Timberwolves gear like that's always our uh, bet is we like pick a, a piece of you know like that's a good you know bet. swag to, to, to buy each other so Great. I've never he's never had to buy me Lakers stuff and I've now three times had to buy him Timberwolves stuff um so anyways, AD went down and then the whole team got COVID and we lost this Bulls game that you and I have, have talked about a lot. The bright spot is Ariza made his uh, debut and we, we, we today we signed Jamario Jones. So yes. that's what's going on. Can you, can you talk to us about this AD injury, what we know about it? Yeah. Yeah, so he um, they, they announced that he's going to be reevaluated in four weeks, not necessarily a four-week return table, yeah. but he'll be reevaluated then. So that means he's going to miss at least 12 games. The Bulls um, game is one of those games. So Yeah, so 11 more at least. Um, so according to Dr. Brar on Twitter, um, he said that it's likely a grade 2 MCL tear and that, quote, it's not bad news overall because there was a risk for ACL with how badly his knees rotated and the MCL um, heals very well due to a robust blood supply. Yeah. So all in all, that is lucky. I remember um, when... Andrew Bynum got hurt because Kobe kind of went into his knee in a very similar way. It was under mm-hmm. the basket though instead of this. And um, that it gave me flashbacks of that. Yeah. Just, yeah. Those tall dudes, they got a weird, you know, higher center of gravity. You hit the knee and oof. It's true. I mean, it's, you know, I, I think the word sprain always, I think kind of trips people up. Sprain means a tear. <laughs> right. A sprain is a tear. It's just, a, it's just not like a full rupture. Yeah. Um, which is why, he, which is why this, this, our favorite Twitter doctors saying grade two MCL tear. Um, I guess, you know, to all of the, the Chucks out there, Chucksters out there, I think this is one of those injuries that like, you can't really peg on him as being injury prone. No, no. Like this is one of those things where it's just like, you put anyone else's knee in that situation and it's going to, it's going to get Solomon Solomon Hill into LeBron. Like it's the same thing. It's just, basketball yeah. you know it's yeah. like it's like when um didn't thd break his finger somebody broke their finger um and it's like yeah it happens all THG. the time he broke he, he had yeah. to get thumb turns thumb yeah, turns at the start of the season yeah anybody that's played basketball knows <laughs> you're gonna jam fingers really bad yeah routinely and it's not surprising for somebody to, to break break their thumb but like yeah that it, just the way it played out it was completely uh fluky but it could happen to anybody and i'm glad that it's Likely, at least, not going to be something long-term. AD did say, quote, I heard something pop. That's And so he was really nervous in the yeah. moment. Um, but that he was relieved when the doctors came back. So um, at least we've heard it from AD's mouth, too, that he's not he's not worried about the long-term impact of this injury. Yeah, and he had some really heartwarming quotes about kind of his wife and uh, they're, they're newlyweds still, I think. I, I think no. you can still call them newlyweds. Apparently yeah, she's it's, it's a- super supportive and encouraging and is like, you're this is okay. You're going to come back stronger. This is a freak accident. Like, you know, so glad to see he's, he's got good people in his life, yes. keeping him in a positive frame of mind. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest bummer, you know, for both of us and for all of Lakerdom is, is that it, with him going out, is that like, 
as much as sort of the NBA doesn't want to sort of admit this, it, it was starting to work. The Russ LeBron AD trio oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. was was starting to work. Mm-hmm. Basically, since DJ came out of the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, also, LeBron is consistently playing again. And I think that can't be. Yeah, that can't be discounted. But uh, you know, DJ out. They finally made that change. Ariza yep. poised to return. It was like, okay, we're yep. finally going to see what this team is supposed to be. Exactly. We had we had Dwight as the nice um, extra center, but then LeBron was playing more center. We were going yeah. towards that no big. Things were starting to click. You could see the path. We were a uh, top 10 defense. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, shit happens. Can I prove it to you? Can I give you some stats to prove that it was starting to work? Yes. I would I would very much love that. Okay. Because then it's like, then we can at least like envision this bright future. Yeah. Four to six weeks. <laughs> well, we're still going to get like at least two plus months likely of him yeah. to close out the season. And we so, might be able to crush that Grammy road trip, and yeah, I, I, there could there could be some, yeah, some good. And like I, I honestly think any team that's got LeBron playing like this, you, you got a good shot at winning some games. So, I, yeah, I agree, I agree. So, the Bron, us, Bron, AD, and Russ, uh, three man lineup. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> since DJ left the starting group, since basically he's been on the bench, uh, those three have a positive sixteen point seven net rating. Just, which is really good. Yeah, absolutely. That's like the reason for hope. <laughs> exactly, which we didn't have in the beginning of the year. Yeah, so speaking of that, <laughs> those three guys, Braun, yeah. AD, and Russ, yeah. prior to December, when mm-hmm. uh, DJ was still in the starting lineup, were a minus 2.1 net rating. And that was that's, I, We talked about how concerning that was. It's like a 19-point swing. That's crazy. Obviously, part of that is, is Russ and Braun learning how to play together oh, and all sure. that. Russ is playing better. But I mean, that's a huge swing literally overnight, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and another way to look at it to, to show you that the DJ was part of this mm-hmm. is if you just look on the whole at the whole season, what the uh, net rating of our big three is this season, right? It's plus 3.7. Okay. Not great, but at least it's mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm. When you add DJ to that, when you make it a four man lineup, Mm-hmm. There, the net rating drops to minus seven point two. Oh my god, crazy! So adding him to the big three drops us by over ten points. Amazing in terms of net rating. It like it like it can't be overstated how no. bad he is for this on this team and for no. this team. And there's a reason. I said this in the preseason. There's a reason did. he did not play for the Nets. You did. You did say this. You're upfront about it. It, yeah. And it would have been nice to have avoided all of those losses <laughs> because of having him <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Oh, who could have seen this coming? 100%. This dude. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So, who has two yeah. thumbs and saw this coming? This guy. <laughs> Doesn't actually work in basketball. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. But we'll yeah. cut him soon. So It's true. So, Luke, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how the Lakers can still navigate the next month or so without AD, without AD and sort of what they have ahead of them. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005. So you know, someone is going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, as in the Basketball Podcast Network, promo code TBPN, Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers, only minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Luke, we are back. So the topic for part two of this, this podcast is how do we weather sort of the next month or so without AD? LeBron. Yeah, 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 for real. But let me, let's pause there real quick. Okay. How concerned are you? Because there's a lot of concern trolls out there yeah. about sort of LeBron having to bear too much of this burden and, and him getting injured or depleted as a result of it. I mean, I do think that like it'll deplete him in some sense. I thought that he was a little depleted um, towards the end of the game when he was trying to guard DeRozan because he, he was having to chase chase people around and stuff like that. But I also think that if he just kind of stays in the center mindset towards the end of the game, I think that will make make up for that because then he hasn't doesn't have to be the direct on ball defender. We yeah. got like and once we get THT back, I feel like that's yeah. gonna eliminate a lot of the like, hey, go guard this wing. Yeah. It's like no THT, you deal THT with it. Go do it. I'll be lurking in the paint trying to pad my block stats. Yeah. So I actually yeah. think that like the way that he's playing is pretty um economical. Yeah, people talk about playing center as if it's like a huge toll on your body, but they don't realize like... He's not banging against the big dudes either. He's He's also not having to like shuffle and backpedal a whole bunch and like follow... He's not having to fight over screens. He doesn't doesn't even have to like on a fast break, he doesn't have to go down the court if he doesn't want to. Yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, free throw line to free throw line action that he can do. Yeah. And so many centers this year, I don't know what it is about this year in particular, there's less pain activity than I've ever seen before in terms of like bodying guys up. I like, it's just, I haven't seen well, a lot of it. Also like Aiton's who are the, who are the big game. bodies that, that LeBron has to battle with? Yeah. Well, like next game we got the sun. So it's like Aiton. Aiton. Uh, yeah. That's the bat. That's a bad one, but yeah, that's but one like, guy, don't, but don't put him in that situation. Jokic is another one, but we're not, we don't play them until January 15th. So 80 probably won't be back, but that's one game. We're not we, playing a yep. beat or someone like, I know. I mean, I, I, I think that, the vast majority of teams is his role is going to be pretty straightforward. They can play a lot of zone and he's, he's popping a lot. Like he's, he's able to pick and pop yeah. and he's setting screens. And like, I know that that, that can wear guys down too, setting a lot of screens, but LeBron's usually way bigger than perimeter guys <laughs> yeah. that are running into him. Yeah. So yeah, like, it's not like he's setting screens on giant wings every, every game. Cause there aren't that many giant wings either. So yeah. And we're not it, scheduled LeBron's to play side. a ton of them in the next, month thankfully so let's talk about lineups first then we can talk about sort of the schedule and standings yes, so we we already kind of talked about this 80 is going to miss 11 more games good news and bad news is that you know we're sort of in the middle of a tight pack mm-hmm. which means it's very easy to fall out of that pack mm-hmm. but it's also pretty easy to keep pace with that pack right we're not no one's running out ahead of us yet no. Also, a lot of those teams are also dealing with injuries nuggets exactly. are dealing with injuries clippers right. are dealing with injuries grizzlies are dealing with injuries this COVID so, thing's not going to spare anybody, man. So yeah, yeah. So it's you know, uh, so it, it you know, there are a lot worse situations that AD could have gotten hurt in, like you know, in a playoff series or something. Right, right. You know, exactly. um, so you kind of started to get into it, but I want to hear from you. Without AD, uh-huh. let's just assume that everyone's back. Let's let's assume that there's that there's no COVID protocols, right? Because it's impossible for us to try to predict what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. So assuming no COVID protocol restrictions. What is your starting lineup without AD? Mm-hmm. And maybe then what's kind of your closing lineup? Um, I think you go like a, like a Dwight, Ariza, LeBron, Westbrook, and then either Ellington or Monk, depending on what you're looking for, probably, for that starting lineup. What was your second question? Closing. Was, so you said for lineup? starting, you said Dwight, Ariza, Braun... Uh, Westbrook and then either Monk or Ellington. Ah, okay. Kind of depending on what what kind of look you're you're going for there. Okay. And then closing lineup, I would yeah, I'd, I'd have LeBron at the five for the closing lineup. You know, uh, with a few teams notwithstanding, and then probably have Mello in there. Mm. Um, so I've just been I like he's he's enough of a wild card to throw in there, and he's another big body. I kind of like. The prospect of Melo, Ariza, LeBron. It's pretty old. <laughs> but those are long dudes. They got great wingspan between the three of them. Um, and then if you pair them with speed, you know, like a Monk and an Ari- a Monk and a Westbrook. So maybe that's my vote right now. Monk, Westbrook, Melo, Braun, and Ariza. Okay. All right. Close so the there's one notable 
person missing from both of these lineups. Yeah, what am I doing? And that's T- Taylin. Taylin. So yeah. which? So what's your? What's your? Is that on purpose? Yeah, no, it wasn't really on purpose. Okay. Um. You know what? I, yeah, that closing lineup. I could see. I could see Taylin taking uh, Monk's spot. I think that my my biggest worry though is if you have Ariza and LeBron having another like credible spacer more so than uh than THD might be good but then again the THD um mellow connection like we were talking about last part of the pod before is legit and I do like that look and that's probably a winning um end of game look for the Lakers especially if they're not um starting mellow or THD I mean maybe I'll adjust my answer on that one yeah and and the uh the LeBron uh mellow pairing is very legit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's great. He knows how to get that guy open. So yeah, I think that I think that that's my that's my combination. Ariza, I still kind of have to see see where where it's at. Um, but I, I I liked what I saw from that first game. Assuming that he'll he'll get more integrated, and um, I want to see his shot more. Okay. That's a big thing. All right. Yeah, that's kind of where right. I'm at. What, 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 are, what are you feeling? Who? I mean, all right. So. This is crazy, but like, I think you've got AD out. You've got a chance to be a little crazy. No, oh, totally. This is the time. So, I I don't think Ariza can start yet. I think he needs yeah, to. Yeah, I, I I hear that. Warm it, warm up a little bit. And I think like expecting him to start too much before about a month from now, I think is a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we actually even held it until AD comes back. Absolutely, could totally um, do. So. I'm actually really interested in in seeing Reeves in the starting lineup. I know that Ooh. that's crazy, Love but it. the but the 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 stats are there, man. Like he yeah, he true. he plays really well with our best players. Yeah, it very much mirrors the the sort of Caruso thing, right? Where it's just like he is he is another one of these guys who plays very hard, makes mm-hmm. few mistakes. Mm-hmm. When he does make mistakes, learns from them very quickly. Gives a hundred percent effort all the time. Makes the right pass. Makes the right, you know, like he brings joy to the team. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, he he puts his body on the line over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, I would actually really love to see to see him in the starting lineup. I think that awesome. you, I think that Dwight Braun Russ is kind of a guaranteed lock for the yeah. starting lineup. Yeah, I think so. And then I think the other ones are kind of up in the air. And so, I, I think like. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see Reeves, and then I think like I actually kind of like Tht coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I would mm-hmm. I would maybe I rather see Ellington start. I still would like to see Ellington start too. I, I think that's, like that's a tricky one though, then because then LeBron has to definitely guard the opposing team's best wing. It's a great point. So that's maybe the argument for having Tht out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but I like I like where where your head's at, and I also could I could totally see Reeves being in that closing lineup as. as Funny as that is to say, but yeah, I mean we've been fans. We've been fans since the since the beginning of the year, and I mean that that big shot I think says a lot about he. Like part of it too is he positioned himself very well to get that pass to get a good look, and it's like it's, there are these instincts that are sometimes hard for for people to teach to say like, hey, this superstar is going over there, that superstar is cutting in here, he's getting the paint, I'm going to slide over to this wing spot and hit the just three. wait, just have my hands ready, yeah. Yeah, but like if he was just a few feet over to the side, that that would have been a really tough passing angle and m- might sure. not have gotten in a shooting pocket. Instead, there was the flow, and it was so cool to see how happy Russ was. Yeah, they, they clearly like each other. Oh, I mean, the locker room videos oh, of of them celebrating so with him. Yeah, that was. It's fun seeing happy Russ. I know. I've, I've like never seen happy Russ before. <laughs> he's he's like he's an endearing guy. He kind of looks like um, like like. He, like somebody was like, I'll teach you how to smile. <laughs> yeah, he's great. It's fun. It's fun becoming a fan of him, even though I know we've, we've had some, some, uh, struggles, but trepidations maybe. It's yeah. fun becoming a Russell Westbrook fan. It's an experience Look, man, I didn't think I would have in my life. I still consider him, the worst shooting high volume guard in the history of the NBA. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I can't have fun watching him 
shoot a high volume of bad shots. Hey man, that bank shot, he's gonna win you over with that I little know, weird. I know. He missed one of those he did. last night. And it was right, it was right in his spot. I know. I, he like hit his head. He knew. It was like this and is money. The worst part was that like I let him fool me too. I was like, oh, this is his bank shot. And <laughs> Signature bank shot. The other thing also, IT had some bad air balls last night. Oh, I just some gotta bad say. ones. I um, know. I know. That's what on, I love on, about Ellington, man, is still hit an air ball, but he just don't care and he'll you switch two threes right after true. that. I love how quick he he know. releases coming around screens and stuff. So nice. He's a shooter, shooter. He does not have so to square great. up on the floor before taking no. his shot. No, like we he knows how to he knows how to get adjusted in the air yeah. to take his shot. And it's we need him. We really need him over this next month. Ellington's yeah. gonna be huge. I know I didn't really list him in my starters or my closers necessarily. Maybe could be a closer, but I think he's the guy that can keep us afloat when yeah. uh, our stars are sitting in I, a lot of ways. I gotta say, I actually I do I do really love the idea of of Braun and Mello in the closing lineup. I really can't believe I'm saying that. Like <laughs> I really can't believe I'm saying that. Like it's it's it, 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 the odds of me being like, oh, hell yeah, about these two guys is just like <laughs> pretty, pretty crazy. But hey, like, it. I mean, they're, yeah, their offensive rating is really good. So, it's working. It's yeah. fun. It is. It is fun. <laughs> it is fun. I'm down for fun basketball. <laughs> um, All right. So why don't we talk about the actual schedule, who we've got to play? Cool. Let's do it. So, um, We've we've eleven games presumably until AD is reevaluated, right? Mm-hmm. So eight of those games are at home, which is mm-hmm. nice because it means that AD can be with the team. He can, you know, do his recuperation, recovery stuff uh, at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go through all the teams we play, but I, I think there's a couple key things here. Cool. We played the Grizzlies twice. Okay. Yeah, that's big for standings, especially. Yeah, and we play the Kings twice. Oh yeah. So the the thing is like I the Kings, it's like, oh the Kings, like they're in tenth right now. But mm-hmm. don't forget that they're only three games behind us. Mm-hmm. That's right. A good point. So right. losing to them twice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? It has a compounding effect almost. Yeah. Uh, right. In terms of like them being able loss. to sort of catch us. And we just lost the Timberwolves who are half game behind us now. So yeah, to me, those four games are kind of the, the crucial ones yep. um, for this next stretch, right? If, if we mm-hmm. can win those two games against the Grizzlies and those two games against the Kings right up bare minimum split them. Yes. Um, then I, then I think we're probably in an okay place by the end of, by the end of the stretch. I looking at it, if I think if we go, if I did the math correctly, Mm-hmm. If I did the math correctly, if we can go six and five, regardless of which sort of teams we play, okay. If we go six and five, and everybody else maintains their winning percentage, yeah, uh, then we keep our like sixth slash seventh place. That's cool position. Yeah, that's plenty good. I I just want us to be able to tread water. I just don't want us to fall fall too deep into a hole because we already got our backs against the wall a little bit here. Yeah. Um, you know, if you fall and you're now in, down in 10th place, sure, you got a shot at that plan, but um, that's tough. That, that, that's, it's tough. That's scary. It's I, tough. I, I so, would I mean, still have my money on the Lakers, even if they were the 10th seed into the plan. But there's uh, a lot of chance. There's a lot of chance. chance. You know, Freaky a lot of like, happen. yeah, like you step on a line, yep. you get a bad missed call here. Like a lot of it mm-hmm. is no longer in your hands, I think, yes. when you put yourself in that situation. Exactly. But we've you got so. Game series. Yeah. So we've got the Suns tomorrow. That's. Ugh. That's tough. I hate losing to them over and over and over again, man. I, know. I was really, I, I was, I circled this game. It was like, oh, here's the test. I know. A week ago, you comes. literally said, okay, yes. we're getting up for it. Um, <sighs> but we've got some winnable ones here. We're playing the Spurs. Yep. Hey, I'm still not giving up on that Suns game either. There's yeah, no, shot. I mean, especially not after we saw what the team did with the Bulls last night. Yep. The Bulls are a good yep. team um, with half our team gone. But we play the Spurs. That's a, that's a team we can beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nets have a lot of guys out on COVID, so I think that game is a real wild card. Play the yeah. Rockets. Nice. Uh, I already said we play the Grizzlies twice. Oh, we play the Timberwolves again. That's a key one. Yeah, that is a big one. Right. I think those two Grizzly games, two Kings games, and the Timberwolves game, those are the ones that we really, really need out of this next stretch. But yeah, I agree. we play some bad teams. We play the Spurs, we play the Rockets, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. 
So there's a path here for us to, to like you said, to tread water. at least tread water, maybe yep. even do a little better than that if we get mm -hmm. some lucky breaks. I love it. Let's see if we can find a diamond in the rough or re rehabilitate um, Bazemore's situation. I hope he and Frank had time to like work out their differences in quarantine. They're still in Chicago. Oh, really? They, they, get yeah, they, there? they, they stayed in quarantine there. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now, wishing the best for these players. It's got to be hard on their, their mental and emotional journeys, but... We're there for you guys. I did a tweet at Baysmore today um, expressing <laughs> my support because he tweeted like some, re it was like some bad hater stuff. Like, I can't Aww. wait till you're off my team. Like some bad, basically what I was saying about uh, DeAndre Jordan, which is dialed up a little bit more. I was going to say, don't be those fans, but we were totally We were totally those, those fans. fans but, but, but the stats back us up. Exactly. Baysmore, I think he absolutely deserves a place on this team. Uh, but yeah, I tweeted at him. He liked it. Oh, he liked it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. We should invite yeah. him on the pod. Oh, yeah, we should. Friend of the pod, <laughs> Bazemore. I want to thank all of our followers and please invite you to subscribe to our pod on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please throw us a five-star rating if you listen on Spotify or Apple. Um, also, follow us on social media at Luke Walton Laker on Twitter and at Luke Walton Talks Lakers on Instagram. Luke, pray for good blood supply. To AD's MCL. <laughs> yes. Good blood supply. You can have you can have some of mine if you need AD. <laughs> yeah, Laker fans don't hit blood infusions to <laughs> Yeah. Seriously though, it is it is a really good thing to do to die blood. So Yeah. Seriously. For A D or for others. Not for A D for other people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. Take it easy, man. See you, Luke. <laughs>